Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast, where we talk about everything from mouse ears to butter beers. I'm Brian, and as always, joined by my co-host, Alan, and we're the guys of years of experience. And as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney and Universal destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation, whether that's to Disney, Universal, or any other destination, we're here to help. Um, in case you missed it on our last episode, we picked the winners of the rest of the first round of our March Madness bracket. And in this episode, episode 41, we're going to be advancing um, all the attractions to onto the Elite Eight. So we're going to be picking round two. And uh, we've got our usual panel with us. Um, Alan, how are you? Hey, doing good. Good. And like I said, we got some others with us. Uh, we have Hillary back, Lindsay back, and Mike back. Right, Alan? We got them all. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey. Hello. Peppy crowd tonight. Peppy crowd. We'll wake them up when we start talking about these attractions. <laughs> wake up, people. <laughs> so just a quick review of uh, round one and what had what we had going on. So uh, between, um, let's look at the Rapunzel region. We had Flight of Passage and Living with the Land, and we chose Flight of Passage. We had Tower of Terror against uh, Mickey's Minnie's Runaway Railway, and we have Tower of Terror moving on. Seven Doors Mine Train against Star Tours, and we actually had an upset there and went with Star Tours. Uh, rock and Roller Coaster against Tree Life Walking Trails. Hands down, Rock and Roller Coaster on that one. Uh, moving down to Jiminy Cricket, it was Expedition Everest against the Seas with Nemo and Friends, so Everest is moving on. Uh, then Frozen Ever After against Haunted Mansion. Um, a bit of an upset there, Haunted Mansion moving on. Uh, Space Mountain against Kali River Rapids, so Space Mountain is moving on from that one. And then Soren against Beauty and the Beast Live on stage, so Soren is moving on from that bracket. And then down the right side, Figment region, we have Rise of the Resistance against Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin. I don't feel like that was fair, but Rise of the Resistance moving on. Uh, Kilimanjaro Safari against uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Kind of an upset there. Safari moving on. We chose Safari. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash against Spaceship Earth. So Slinky Dog Dash moved on. Uh, Cinderella's Castle against Peter Pan's Flight. And Cinderella's Castle moved on there unanimously. And the last bracket, Tinkerbell region, we had Big Thunder Mountain against uh, Frozen Singalong, and Big Thunder moved on. Uh, Toy Story Mania against Festival of the Lion King. Um, I actually had Lion King, but Toy Story Mania moved on. Uh, we have Splash Mountain against Pirates of the Caribbean, and Splash Mountain was unanimously moving on there. And finally, we had Test Track against Jungle Cruise. Um, I had actually chosen Jungle Cruise, but we have Test Track moving on. So a couple upsets in my bracket, but not too bad. What do you guys think? Lindsay, Good so far? Lindsay, how are the people feeling about their picks? I think the people are very happy about their picks. Um, personally, <laughs> I wish Jungle Cruise would have moved on, but a lot of fan favorites in there are moving yeah. on. So I'm excited to see what the next round holds. It's going to get tougher this round. Yes. Very. very. All right. Oh. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about my bracket. Yeah. How's I don't it going? know about everybody else, but mine, mine feels pretty good. I, I mean, there were a couple that I didn't choose, of course, just like everybody else, but, um, so far I've got, you know, all my final four teams in, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. All my final four. And I had, I had three upsets, um, out of all those. So that's not too bad, but, um, they, none of them actually beat out my final fours yet. So. That's okay. We'll see how it goes. over. I, I, I've only missed one. I only had one. Millennium Falcon and Safari one. 
I think that's the only one I didn't pick. Right. Hillary, yeah. how about you? You picked Star Tours over Seven Dwarfs, Mike? I did. Remember, I changed my mind the last minute. <laughs> I had Seven Dwarfs, and I talked myself into it as I was explaining why I chose Seven Dwarfs. I talked myself right out of it and picked Star Tours. You did have that was the only one I missed, too, was this. I picked Seven Dwarfs. That's because Star Tours is about family and about exciting moments. And it changes. And growing up. Growing up, <laughs> being a rebel spy, merchandising. <laughs> Undeniable merchandising. That's one thing that's interesting is that there is no, um, there's no real merchandise for uh, Big Thunder Mountain or Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Like, not there's not like you don't exit into a shop. Like Splash Mountain, you kind of do, and and then there's the Briar Patch there. I mean, there, it, you kind of there's a shop towards the end. But I think it's closed now. I think they sold out of all Splash Mountain <laughs> yeah. merchandise. Hmm, maybe that was foreshadowing with the change coming. I think that was it. I think they everybody started rushing in there to get all the Splash yeah. Mountain stuff. Um, that was it. They, re they restocked the shelves a couple of times, but uh, couldn't keep up. If they don't have every single song from the movie in the new ride, like I would, I would gladly go on an extended Splash Mountain ride if they put all the songs from The Princess and the Frog. That soundtrack is the best, and you can't even argue with it. Yeah, I don't know. Hercules is still pretty good. Hunchback is also a great soundtrack, though. That a lot of times people sleep on that Hunchback. And Hercules, on. Hercules has great music. Hmm. No. Then Pocahontas. I love. Pocahontas. I'm all about the music, so. We we can go around around with music. Yeah, I love the Pocahontas one. Um, all right. Well, we see any upsets in this round coming? So I'm looking that over, and in the Rapunzel bracket, I don't I don't foresee any upsets. I mean, there there's some strong matchups, but I think the favorites are going. This of course, this is my opinion. I think the favorites to move on there. The Jiminy Cricket, it could, be two upsets. <laughs> it could be two upsets there, honestly. I mean, that is a tough, tough bracket. Uh, the toughest that I foresee. And the Figment bracket, again, I don't, I don't really, too strong. I don't really see up, upsets there. And then the Tinkerbell, I see one possible, not likely in my opinion, but possible um what, what's what's a good what i like about our mix of guest picking is uh we having two former disney employees cast members they bring a lot of different opinions because they were there maybe they worked with on the on the attraction of the ride um, so they got a very strong feeling about it and where i look at it I don't really care for it, but it's good to have a mix like that. So we're not having complete blowouts on every, every pick. So I think we got a really good audience, a good cast here to, to, to pick these brand winners. We actually yeah. have three members on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw Sorry. out, I'm going to throw out two potential upsets. Tower of Terror, I think could upset Flight of Passage because of the people that are on this panel. 
And then Cinderella's Castle could upset Slinky Dog. No way. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. It wouldn't shock me if it happened. I didn't I didn't go into specifics. I just because I didn't want to. Yeah. But no, I'm just I'm just throwing those out there as potentials. I got you. And I'm gonna throw One a caveat. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna throw a caveat in this round. So you know all the all the ears agents are gonna go first. Uh, and that way, in case there's a tiebreaker, Lindsay's representing the people. The people are going to have the final vote for any tiebreaker. Uh-huh. So huh? pressure's all on Lindsay this time. Well, I, I'm just the I'm honor. just thinking, you know, that might be the fairest way to do it for the people because that's true. You know, us us air agents, we you know we we've ridden these rides you know multitude of times, and so we've kind of lost the lust for some of them, maybe uh, <laughs> like say Peter Pan. Um, you know, Peter Pan Peter got a lot Pan's of such a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like next. <laughs> so that that's the role for this week. But um, before we get into that, um, I want to go over some of the championship round picks uh, that some are champions that some people have picked, and um, just to kind of show the diversity that we've got going on. So we have Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, Rise of the Resistance, Space Mountain. Um, we had uh, Millennium Falcon on one of them. Um, so we have a lot of different different picks out there um, that's pretty cool. and that's just the ones that got sent to me i know there's some others that got sent to alan and then you guys have your own so uh, it's not like it's a shoe-in for for who's you know what attraction is the best that's true that's true it's gonna be interesting we're down to the nitty-gritty now this is where rubber meets road here <laughs> <laughs> no cliche <laughs> i'm not as original and as thoughtful as you are I don't. I don't have that creative blood in my body. Unfortunately, oh, everybody. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> Someone should have more miles on us, Mike. <laughs> yeah, well, that should experience should come to your favor, not not be a hindrance. But I, he's older than I am, so that doesn't work. I'm older oh. than all you guys. <laughs> Are you? All right, let's get off this subject. That's depressing. Yeah. How old are you? All right, let's move on. So what's the first matchup? <laughs> oh, no, we got something else we got to talk about first. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's. Can we talk about the news about the Disney Magic Mobile search? Yes, Please. are you excited sure. about that? Sure, uh, we, we can talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Y'all can. So Disney Magic Mobile Sur- Disney's Magic Mobile Service uh, has been announced. So it's coming out uh, soon. They don't have a release date yet. Um, but basically, this is something that they've been talking about for quite a while at Disney. And it's bringing some more of the features of the Magic Band to your uh, mobile device. So the first thing they're talking about releasing is uh, essentially having your tickets on your mobile device. So instead of requiring a magic band, you'll actually be able to link your ticket to your phone or your Apple watch and be able to use those in the wallet and use your watch or mobile device um, to tap against the tap point when you go into the park instead of your magic band or your key to the world card. So that's the first big thing they're talking about uh, is bringing in the ticket access to that. Um, You know, they're also talking about eventually adding um, you know, similar features to Magic Bands, like um, tap to purchase, like your Magic Band um, to charge to your room, things like that. Um, but initially, they're talking about um, the ticket experience, bringing the tickets and access to the parks to the mobile app. 
Um, and they are saying that this is going to roll out with Apple products first, so iPhone. Um, I'm sure Android will follow, but they are saying this will roll out in phases, starting with Apple products. What do we think of that? Well, first, can we shut down the rumor that we think this is going to lead to a Max Pass at Walt Disney World? I don't think so. <laughs> don't a little either. bit of that we've been seeing on the on the um, blog pages and things that are out there. Somebody posted a photo of the um, Fast Pass entrance sign at Space Mountain, and all the letters and signs are gone that say Fast Pass. It's just kind of a blank sign with the digital thing there. So people think that means Fast Pass is going away, or they're going to change it, or whatever. Um, I think they're just taking those down because it's not available right now and it cuts down on some of the confusion because they're seeing well, folks it's, yeah. go in those lines and it's and not I think they're pass. complaining about it. Yeah. I'm not ruling anything out. No, because, I'm not either, but yeah. it's just right now we have no, it's not, not even yet. strong enough river. You don't have a case for it. No. Not uh, well, Although they are the, the only, only part that doesn't have, have something like that. Well, the only case you have is that that service is already implemented in Disneyland. So it would be a, a quick and easy transfer. Um, it's not. I mean, the, the, fat, the fast passes are tied into, you know, all the other, like uh, the other systems. So it, it couldn't, it's not as easy as people think. Yeah. It's a completely well, different system. But, but think about how long they haven't had fast passes. They've had plenty of time to switch something over if they wanted to. And to be honest with you, I, it, I'm kind of expecting it. Now, oh, I don't I'm know, thinking it's coming. Yeah, I don't know what to what extent, but I don't mm -hmm. think one. I think FastPass is going to come back. Yeah. Two, I, I don't, it's not going to be the same. I don't know how it's going to change. I don't really want to to go into that because that that will take me off on a tangent. I know we don't <laughs> want to make this too long. But as far as this new system, I and mean, we we all knew something was coming because. Disney said that starting January 1st of uh, 2022, they no longer were going to give free magic bands. So even though they're only the solid colors are only $5, they, they had to provide this service of what the magic band does for free. And this is what they're doing. They're just they did announce that that was coming. They, when they said that the magic bands were going to go away, they actually announced it was coming and then COVID hit and most of the developers and programmers right. have all been furloughed. So it's caused the delay of the rollout of this option. So now that things are starting to ah. gear back up, you know, we're getting some developers back and bringing it back. But I actually hated the magic bands though. I'm really? so glad. I, li I like, like the magic band. I, I hated them from, so I was there for the rollout of magic bands. And you just see how wasteful they are. I mean, the ones that people used to get originally, and then they would have so many of them, people kept purchasing them. But the amount of lost magic hands, the ones that are broken, it just seems very wasteful to me. I mean, I have 12 magic fans hanging in my kitchen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all have you a know, I, if I already have to have my phone out to adjust my fast passes, it always irritated me that I would have to have something additional. So I love that if I already have my phone out because I, I'm on the app all day. Why do I need to have different? And that's things? just it. No. I don't want to be on the app all day. I don't want to be getting my phone out well, every time to do something. Well, and that's a point for Universal. When you purchase the Unlimited Express, you don't have to plan when you want to go. Yeah. Right. You don't have to look at your yep. phone all day. You put it in your pocket. You're yep. done. 
I'm just saying. No, unless I, I agree. And you, which then is a whole other thing, but yeah, does come up. But from I a mean, business point of view, Lin Lindsay is exactly right. Mm -hmm. um, if you can scale back the cost. Yeah. Now, of course, what, what, what's bad about this is Disney has been doing this nonstop this whole year as far as scaling things back, you know, to, to make the bottom line bigger and better. Um, but from a business point, yes, there, there is an incredible amount of waste with these because every time you go, you can choose to get a new magic band and who isn't going to get a new one. Even if you have 50 of them already, you're good. You, you just are. Yeah. Um, at least I do. And I'm, yeah. But, but think so, of those so first time. Point of view, it makes sense. I, just everything they've been pulling back on, it just at some point yeah. it, it just really starts frustrating. But to know? be fair, yeah. they did announce magic bands were gonna start being scaled back before COVID. Yeah. So we knew that was coming before COVID, but I do think this is adding to part of that. And and I do agree, I think there's a, a huge expense in that of just the they mail them out, you know, you get to pick colors, they engrave them, they mail them out. There somebody somewhere is having to go through and fulfill those orders. So they're paying labor. Not only are they producing all these magic bands, they've got to have somebody that's going to go through and you know produce these orders and pack them and ship them back out. So, um, you know, all how that's many, been cost cost involved. Many, I mean, how many resort guests do you, do you remember how the boxes were when it first opened when they first rolled out? Though, you remember yeah. those big, heavy they were boxes? expensive boxes. Like they were, and people just threw all them away. We'd give them to the front desk, and they would just yep. throw them away. Yeah, so there's a lot of expense. So I can see cutting back and I, I don't mind. I don't think they're going to get rid of them totally because there's so much technology wrapped up in them and what you can do with them. But um, I think making them $5 here and there, I think is fair for a resort guests, things like that. I don't think that's... An, and to be fair, they are saying that you will have the option to use the Magic Mobile service or the, the uh, Magic Band or a combination of both if you want to. So they're not totally... I just look at it. Them. For your first time guest or your, you know, your kids or whatever, how exciting are they when they get that box in the mail? Yes, like they're absolutely. super excited to get that, and and they don't have that anymore. I mean, like I said, you can still add it, you know, for a cost and everything, but I just kind of feel like that's kind of like you're being forced to bring more joy to your kids. Um, but I don't know. I I, I understand the cost cutting four. and stuff like that, but even a family of four, if you buy the the five dollar ones, everybody picks a color. It's twenty bucks. It's not that big a deal and you don't even pay for shipping they still pay for shipping yeah, so you're, it's even less 20, than five bucks a piece really but 20 bucks here 20 bucks there 20, it starts to add up it does you I, know? I, I want to make a correction i said january 1st 2022 that actually started this january yeah, yeah i'm sorry to say that, for that. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought about what i said and yeah so right now if you book a, a trip to disney a package and you want magic bands Minimum charge five dollars a piece. Now, of course, if you wanted printed ones or, or specialty ones, they could go up as much as to fifteen to twenty-five dollars. But yeah. the minimum for solid colors is five. So I, I stand corrected. And, and, as and right if you now, that is the policy right now. Yeah. And, and if you still have some, as long as they're within what two years, being you know being with two years new, um, yeah. they will still work at the park. Yep. Uh -huh. I actually have some that are older than Absolutely. two years that still work. So. Well, it's the, the battery that they mm -hmm. say could be Absolutely. a problem after two years because it's that near field technology it does require a small battery. And they say the typical lifespan of that is two years. So I'm, I'm one of those guys. I take a whole variety of colors when I go. What, Hillary? Some of the older ones aren't detected by the ride photos. Correct. 
Oh. Yeah, they might work to get in or that. for your door, uh, but they don't always those real skinny them. ones when they first came out. Yeah. yeah, those wouldn't work anymore. When when we, I remember testing the photo thing. They had us come after the park was closed, and we rode Tower of Tower and Rock and Roller Coaster like for four hours straight. And they were testing out the photos, and we were like, you would just find photos of you like walking down the street. I remember testing that so clearly it was also the first time we went on tower of terror without any sound and without any lights <laughs> we got stuck right before the shaft for 25 minutes we're all cast members so we're loving it <laughs> and then it starts moving no sound no lights and we feel ourselves get into the shaft and then it just does its tower of terror thing completely in darkness i think that would be awesome it was amazing <laughs> that would be awesome we had to bring Cindy with us when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so because we're all cast members, so we're all like, let's do it again. And they're like, no, guys, like it's actually down. Like we can't that would be put you on again. Then we went on rock and roller coaster, and they actually let us do it with the lights off, with the sounds off, with all the lights on. We wrote it like six or seven times to get to test out the photos. It was so exciting. I mean, that would be that's when you know, magic fans were new and fresh. Kind of already had that with Space Mountain, so that wouldn't be as big as a a, a new thrill for me as tower tear with no lights and no no sound that would be i would love that when you were launched though at rock and roller coaster when you were launched right before you go up is a wall like it's it looks like you're about to smash into a wall it is so are you saying with the lights on or off yeah yeah oh, oh no i did with all the lights well, on and then all the lights off now yeah so lights on no, would I, be awesome it's both of them okay i misunderstood you i've done all the no, I said I, I speak a lot <laughs> and nonsense at the same time. Do both. Oh, that, that would be cool. I mean, I think this is a good option. Anything that brings more um, options is great. Um, you know, I want to see it work yeah. and I want to see when it's rolled out. They're saying later this year. So maybe in time for the 50th. December 31st. Does that mean the dining plan would work through the phone too? Theoretically. I would think so. I would, Unless, yeah. That's part Is of phasing it in, maybe. Way to start to show off. Yeah, as I say, way to start to show off with something controversial, Hillary. Good job. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good information. It's it's good to know it's coming. Uh, it's good to talk about. There's cool things out there. I got a lot of questions about it when it first came out. So I was like, well, first off, I'm a little unprepared because it just came out. Uh, you know, and it's Disney technology, so we'll have to see how it works. Uh, we know how it's going to work. Yeah, <laughs> if, it's, if it's brand new, it's going to take a little bit. Don't get your so, hopes up too high. Work the kinks out a yeah. little bit. That's all right. They'll work yeah. it out. They will. They will. So, all right, you guys ready to get into round two? Do it. Let's talk about right. this. So. The way we did this is each round is worth 32 points. So every time you get a game right or an attraction right, you get two points for the first round. Um, so I just want to go over the top four brackets and that have the most points so far. We have Jeremy with 24, Steve with 22, Jody with 22, and then Blaine coming in fourth with 20. And I did not help Blaine with all at all with his. So um, <laughs> he, he was on his own. Um, but we had somebody else turn in a bracket that I want to give a shout out to. And it's Jody's little son, Rhett. 
Um, and I'm, I want to do this because one, Red is, you know, really young and hasn't had a chance to experience a lot of the attractions. But I feel like Hillary, Liz, uh, Lindsay, and, and Alan, you guys will get an appreciation for his picks because he went classic with a lot of his stuff because he can't ride a lot of things. So he has um, Buzz Lightyear over Rise of the Resistance. Again, we're not going to hold that back against him because he hasn't had a chance to do it. Uh, Living with the Land. Um, let's see what was the other ones. He's got Haunted Mansion in the championship game. Uh, he's got Storm. Yep, Storm moving on. Um, Cali River Rapids. He did take Jungle Cruise over Test Track. And he took Pirates of the Caribbean and Peter Pan's flight all the way to the final four with Pirates against Haunted Mansion in the championship game. Wow. Oh. So, I believe That's Rhett is wow. six, awesome. maybe. Something like that. So um, that's hard. Yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to Rhett. Good job, Rhett. We're going to be sending you something in the mail, buddy. Um, That sounds like Walls bracket. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. So I just thought we we needed to recognize that as as a group. So very cool. Good job. So. All right. Well, let's get started. Let's start in the Rapunzel bracket. Let's just work our way down. Who wants to go first with Flight of Passage versus Tower of Terror? All right, I'll go first. This one's tough. Um, those are both great rides. And I was kind of torn. Um, I did say Flight of Passage on that one. Um, it just the technology on Flight of Passage is pretty amazing. Um, I mean, Tower Terror really is too, but uh, I, I'm not even sure. I think I just went with Flight of Passage because it's newer and it's amazing. But this was definitely tough for me. It, it, this could have been a coin toss for me either way. Okay. Mike, I know where you're going. So go ahead and say it. Okay. So I did choose Flight of Passage, but I, I agree with Alan. This, this was not a slam dunk. It did require yeah. some thought before I, I moved it on over in the winner's bracket. Um, Tower Terror is one of my top five Disney World attractions. So it, it was tough. Um, it required some thought, didn't require a lot of thought, but Flight of Passage is, is, is uh, amazing. The, the technology, the different feelings you get, um, get the drop sequence, uh, the, f- the feel of, of like you're, you really are flying, like you're suspended um, weightlessness is what the word I was looking for. You really do feel that. And, you know, you feel the, 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 you feel it breathing between your knees. Uh, just, yeah, it, it wasn't, it was my favorite ride. I'm, it isn't anymore, but it's, it's top three. So Tower Terry was top five, it's top three. It's moving on. Last time I rode Flight of Passage, I had a heavy breather. Just saying. It's like, all right. We got Hillary. Flight of Passage too. Both of them are great rides, but. Flight of Passage is just awesome. Everything about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, fl- yeah, I'm going Flight of Passage as well. Um, not because I like anything, you know, breathing between my legs. It's just, you know, it, it's the technology. It's just, it's just very, very good. And this is going downhill fast, but uh, we're going to hold it together. This is our first, uh, I, first matchup. I know. I love Tower of Terror. I really do. And I think if Tower of Terror was in any other bracket except for Rise of the Resistance, it had a shot of going to, you know, the final four. 
Um, but just against Flat of Passage now, Flat of Passage is just too good. So, Lindsay, you don't have to worry about breaking the tie. Good, because I'm just going to go on a fight for Tower of Terror. Um, I, I think it beats up Flight of Passage for the two main reasons of it's, well, these two points. It's a ride for almost everybody. There's a lot of people who can't do motion simulators mm -hmm. or some of my larger figured friends can't do Flight of Passage. Mm -hmm. So it feels like more people are able to go on Tower of Terror. Now, I'm going to jump on what Mike said. You said you get that feeling of weightlessness. So does Tower You're of right. Terror with seven different drop sequences. That's absolutely right. Like, you don't need to feel like you're falling. Uh, a window opens up and you realize you could die. <laughs> Tower of Terror has a great movie built around it. It, it harkens to the Twilight Zone. It's something you remember. I remember everybody has a Tower of Terror story. Who doesn't have a Tower of Terror story of somebody dragging you on or you dragging somebody mm -hmm. else on or you got a really, really good bellhop Tower of Terror, I know it doesn't move on, but I, I feel it is iconic, classic, exciting, and the best ride. I, I'm not going to lie. I think it's for story-wise. I know we talked about it a little bit in the last episode that didn't make it to air, but um, story-wise and immersiveness, it's one of the best attractions out there. I mean, it's got an amazing story, and everybody kind of knows you know, Twilight Zone, um, even though it's getting older. Uh, it, it, it's a great, great attraction. All very valid points, and that's why it was tougher than yeah than it should have been for me. Yeah, I really and do. I, I really do like it, Lindsay. I, I love your points on why. I mean, yeah, you do get that feeling of weightlessness because your butt literally comes out of the seat. Exactly. Um, but then you you know for you know the bigger the bigger people like you know either whether they're too tall or whatever they don't sit in those seats very well in flight of passage. So it is hard for some of those people to get on, and you're absolutely right, and that's. Something I think a lot of times people often overlook. Yep. Is it, you know, the same with like Rip Ride Rocket and, you know, Hagrid's, I think um, some have a trouble with, but um, yeah, it's, we don't think about that all the time with some people. So. I mean, a, a point for, you know, but a passage for the breathing between your legs thing, I think, <laughs> you know, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I don't think this one's going to be as close, but what do we think about Star Tours and Rock and Roller Coaster? Thing. <laughs> I, I went rock and roller coaster okay i also for all the reasons that i chose star tours to beat seven dwarfs mine train in the first round it it just can't compete in my opinion to rock and roller coaster i thought um, you were before, about to pick it again <laughs> no, no and i'm not going to talk myself out of it this time either um before <laughs> The, the newer rides, Flight of Passage, uh, Rise Resistance, this was my favorite ride over uh, space, over everything. And so I would always have to do this multiple times in single rider line after my kids got sick of it the first time. Um, so this was my favorite ride for many years. So slam dunk, it's moving on. You set that up like you were picking Star Tours. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, that's how it happened last last week too, and I changed my I'm mind. Not, I'm not changing my mind this time. I'm not, I'm not going to go into detail. I mean, it's a great roller coaster, so I'm just picking uh, rock and roller coaster. Star Tours is good, but yeah, it doesn't 
Like we're getting to the hard decisions right now, and this isn't a hard decision. Star Tours just doesn't compare. You all know my feelings of Star Sorry. Tours, so I'm definitely going with Rockin'. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, you know, a little iffy, but definitely. No protein spills uh, on Rock and Roller Coaster, <laughs> but protein spills yes. on Star Tours. Yes. We get you. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the dirty marble wall at Rock and Roller Coasters queue? You know, the yeah. marbles on the, that you have to touch, that everybody touched? Oh. Like, what a classic. What a classic moment. Um, they, had, they had, they had Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Children are being introduced to Aerosmith every day they visit Walt Disney World. How exciting is that? Uh, rock and roller coaster all the way. It's a great attraction, but finally educating the youth on good music. Amen. That's great. Super easy. Uh, And it doesn't stop with Aerosmith. We got off last time and Bon Jovi was playing and I was singing every word. So (gasps) So good music over there. So Very good music. We're going to skip Jiminy Cricket right now because that one is tough and I want to save it for for later. So let's jump over to Figment and uh, let's go through that one real quick. Who wants to take Rise of the Resistance versus Kilimanjaro Safaris? Hillary? Go ahead, Hillary. (laughs) I picked Rise. Start us off. It's just different than Safari. You know, Safari you can do and I love it, but it's it's not as fun as Rise. Huh? Mike? Yeah, so I, I chose Rise of Resistance. Um, as you know, first the last round, I didn't even have Safaris beating Smuggler's Run. So um, so I, I chose Rise of Resistance. The, you know, I went on and on about it last time. I'm not going to do it this time. I may save it for the next round to go on to, to some other strong points that I have why I picked this ride. So I'm just going to leave it be. Um, I have only one negative about this ride and we'll get into that later, maybe in the championship round or whenever it may come to fruition. So rise of resistance. And that's the thing. So we're going to have more time. I took rise of resistance, but we're going to have more time next week uh, to go into these a little bit more detail yeah. because we're not going to have as many exactly. to choose from. So um yeah, I took Rise of the Resistance on this one as well. Love the Safari, though. And again, it's different every time you ride it. And it's different if you ride it in the morning and if you ride it in the afternoon that same day. Um, you get a different feel with it early morning and close to, you know, park closing. But yeah, it just doesn't compare to Rise of the Resistance. I'm right there with you. Same thing. It's just it, all the same reasons. It's Safari is great, but against Rise of the Resistance, Rise of the Resistance is an amazing attraction. So, Lindsay, where'd the people Link go? sweep? I was going to say, Rise of Resistance is an attraction that even before you get on, you feel like your heart's like starting to get excited. Do you guys get that feeling? Like, I love a well-themed ride. So, Rise of the Resistance definitely gives you that feeling. Like, Kilimanjaro's will be cool and amazing forever. But there's something mm-hmm. about that excitement, that anxiousness of Rise that you have to just... Yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be a fan favorite for a long, long time. It is. A long time. It is. So, 
these are supposed to be tougher as we went along, but so far we've had almost like, you know, other than Tower of Terror with Lindsay, we've had a clean sweep on all of them. <laughs> so, well, and Tower of Terror, like I said, that, that one could have gone either way with me. It just that's, yeah, so that's a great one. Though. As my, my pre picking forecast, remember I said the Rapunzel and Figment round, I see no upsets. Mm -hmm. The next two are going to have problems, but these two, no. So I don't know about this one. Like, I, I love Slinky Dog. I really, really do. But once you step foot down Main Street, you see Cinderella's Castle and all those, you just get those feels for all the different reasons. And it's, you know, I can see it going either way on this one. Slinky Dog versus Cinderella's Castle. So, Alan, what you got? Oy, this is a tough one, too. So um, I'm going to say when I filled out my bracket originally, I said Slinky Dog Dash. Just because I was kind of thinking, you know, thrill rides, attractions, this is going to be a great one. Um, but I'm I'm considering changing my vote to Cinderella's Castle. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's one of those it's one of those things everybody's got to get a picture with. Not everybody will do Slinky Dog Dash, but everybody will get a picture with Cinderella's Castle. It's it's an icon like you just you know, you're at Disney World when you see Cinderella's Castle. So. I don't know. I think I'm going to go ahead and switch and I'm going to say Cinderella's Castle. Okay. Well, Mike, I think I know where you're going, so I'm going to go with you next. Okay. Uh, great point, Alan. And yes, absolutely. The, the Cinderella's Castle is the image when somebody says Disney World. That is probably the first thing that most people think of. I mean, it's on the Disney World logo. Uh, it's iconic. It, it's everything that Disney World stands for. Uh, you don't have to wait 80 minutes in line to, to walk through it or to take a picture with it. So those are all the points for it. I pick Slinky Dog. Because, <laughs> as we know by now, we're three rounds in. Um, um, you know, we're all boys. We're just a thrill ride family. And this this gives you more thrills than you think it will. So thank you, Dar. So one to one. I picked the castle. Everybody that uh -oh. says they want to go to Disney, they go to Disney because they want to see the castle. Like that's what they think about when they're gonna go. That's what's Absolutely. in their heads, in their minds. So I say the castle. Yep. I'm going slinky dog. And this, this one was really, really hard for me. And I was debating back and forth up until just five minutes ago. But I, I mean, it must be just because I, I've done the Cinderella's Castle thing so many times for me. It's just, it's still grand. Like I get that grand feeling when I see it and take the pictures and everything. I really enjoy the outskirts of it now where they've got the um, little bust of all the other different characters sitting there too and getting those in the background, getting those in the forefront and the castle in the background. Um, but I'm, I'm a thrills guy. I like Slinky Dog. I like that everybody can ride that coaster pretty much. I mean, it's got a really low height requirement. Um, it feels like two roller coasters to me. You feel like a toy while you're riding it. I mean, you're, you're, it's just very well themed. And I think they did a very good job with it. And I've got to have Slinky moving on. So, Lindsay, first tiebreaker. First tiebreaker. First tiebreaker. What do the people want? Um, like you. I was going to say, like you said, I am representing the people. So 
um, quite a few years ago when I worked at Walt Disney World, I actually spent some time in the plaid. I was in guest relations. So I had to think of if this attraction ceased to exist, would I get screamed at more about Slinky Dog Dash or would I get screamed at more about Cinderella's <laughs> Castle? So I had to think of the guests and I'm like, would someone throw something at me for a Slinky Dog or it's going to have to be Cinderella's Castle? I am telling you, if it wasn't there, I mean, I remember when the crane was there and it ruined people's photos Ow. and their vacation and their lives and their, you know, I ruined their children's dreams. Um, Cinderella's Castle is going to have to be the people's vote just because we would get crucified at guest relations if that was gone. I agree. Yep. Good points. <laughs> because I'm there shocked. was a time, there was a time with four of us being agents here that, and, and I'm sure we all have the same opinion, and if not, please let me know. But there was a time, not so much anymore, but if you couldn't get your clients the Cinderella's Royal Table uh, dining, it would ruin their vacation. I mean, they would want, literally, yep. they would want to change their dates mm -hmm. just to get another shot at getting that. And since that's in the castle, you know, that probably plays a, a little more of a part than I really gave it credit for when I made my choice. True. DRT? Yep. True. I, I'm, I'm shocked. Oh, but I'm not shocked. Like I said, I thought I, I saw this one coming because of the group that we've got on here. Um, I think it's a good choice. Uh, I, you know, we have upsets throughout these things for a reason. And uh, I, I think it's a very good upset. Um, but you're right. Like you can take out just about any attraction except for maybe rise of the resistance right now and say, I still had a good vacation, even though I didn't get to do this. You can't say that if you take the castle out. I mean, you just kind of look excellent you know, point Lindsay made about that. That was that was an yeah. excellent way to look at it. Yeah. And when that castle was up there for the 25th anniversary, you could not <laughs> have paid me to be in guest relations. There would not have been enough money in the world. It's no. not even so much that as like think about the times where they, you know, the skims that were up, you know, two years ago. And everybody was complaining about that. And they were like, we can't take a real picture with the castle. And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You know, go at a different yeah, time when there's cranes in the background. Just, yeah. just in the background. The crane. That's that's oh, the state bird, though. No, it doesn't count. Like that's that's historic. That's uh, but yeah, Lady Creek State Bird. Yeah. So. Uh, Orlando State Bird. Cinderella's Castle is moving on. So all right. I I would have before we started this, I would have been floored but you guys came with some very strong and valid points that <laughs> I, I can accept it i really can you can't argue it you can try no. but when you say take the castle out what do you have six flags like i don't know like <laughs> so <laughs> and especially now and you know when the fireworks come back and you look at the projection shows and things that they're doing on the castle and tower of terror the projection shows and things that you're doing on that the mapping what would it be without that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have the tree of life show if it no. wasn't for the castle no exactly so no, that's true all right all right well let's let's switch back over wow. to jiminy cricket then and um let's finish this one out because it, it's this one's gonna be this tougher. one i think it's gonna be controversial just about all the way around i think i mean somebody's gonna be upset no matter what um for, <laughs> i think Lindsay's first, gonna be busy these next yeah. two brackets here 
Uh, first up, we have Expedition Everest versus Haunted Mansion. I'm just going to say I chose Everest because of the thrills. Uh, you, you go backwards. You have to dodge a Yeti, working or not. Um, I, I mean, it's got speed. It's got hills. It's got everything I want in a roller coaster. Haunted Mansion, to me, is just a theatrical show. The technology in it has lasted for so long that I still think it's pretty cool, even though I know all the secrets to it now. But I just I have to take Everest. You don't know all the secrets. You haven't walked around underneath there yet. Well, no, but I I mean <laughs> I know how they do it. So it's cool. I don't want to know some of the secrets. I don't know want to know whose ashes have been dropped into that thing. Oh, too many. Get back <laughs> the hat box goes <laughs> dancing scene. Haunted mansion, they vacuum it right off. All right. Mike, what'd you have? I picked Everest as well. Um, I, I really do like Haunted Mansion, but the feeling you get on Everest when you go backwards, um, it, it's, you can't, it's unexplainable. It, you know, rock and roller coaster, you get that initial burst when you take off. But this, if you haven't, it's, just, it's hard to explain. Just, it's, it just doesn't go backwards for a second. It goes backwards for quite a distance and not you go down a hill and then around a corner and back up and all of those feelings at once it's uh it's it's it's, it's undescribable until you do it so yeah. ever for me all right hillary <laughs> i picked haunted mansion just all because right. it's classic okay um, um this was a tough one for me. This is another one of those could have been a coin toss. Like I love a good thrill ride. I love a roller coaster, but I love the Haunted Mansion. There's so many really great things about it and the history. Um, I, I did say when I filled out my bracket Everest and I think as much as this pains me to say, I think I'm going to stick with Everest. Um, and again, this this is like this is a super tough one for me, like the other one. Like it, it could literally be either one on this one. It, this is a painful one. I'm gonna stick with Everest. I was starting to get really worried Everest was going down. But I think it, it, it's yeah. safe. It's safe, but it's Lindsay, safe what do you now, got? Yeah. Um, first off, I just want to say Haunted Mansion is a classic. Yeah. Um, there's amazing things. You can't go to Magic Kingdom without riding the Haunted Mansion. That being said, is there anything more exciting than watching the track flip at Expedition Everest? <laughs> like, you know when the track flips and you gotta go, watch the track flip. Like, it's like the best part of the ride. And I don't, I don't know why, but it's, it's for all those reasons you guys said, but that little moment of, oh, things are going down. <laughs> We're in trouble, Expedition Everest. Because no other ride gives me that feeling. I can go on an Omni Mover anywhere. That roller coaster is truly unique. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, if you haven't ever seen those track switches, it's kind of cool. So a lot of track switches, um, cool. like when you go to Big Thunder Mountain, the track switches when the tra trains go by and it actually tilts or rotates right or left. Um, but Everest, actually, the whole track just flips upside down. So it's kind of cool if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. There's some videos out there. <laughs> Whole track flips over really quick and changes that. direction, and it's it's pretty amazing. And that's right at this the end the 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 reverse that I was talking about. As you 
come to a stop after the backward. You just pause for a minute. You see the Yeti, uh, the shadow ripping up track. And then all of a sudden, like they said, the trap just flips and you're off to another and that adventure. first one, when you first pull up where you see the eagle, that sometimes works. If you turn around and look behind you, you see <laughs> flip too behind the train. So it happens twice. It's kind of- I never noticed. I have that. no idea what eagle you guys are talking about. You guys keep talking about an eagle, and I'm like, what the hell are that's, you guys talking that's about? I've never seen exactly. it. So <laughs> when you get to the top of the lift hill and you hang the corner there where you see the tracks all tore up. Uh, you know, and yeah. all the bungee, all the hair scrunchies are there. There's uh, this eagle that comes around the rock and screeches, and then it goes away when it works. Just to give Nothing you an idea, that you're I have dead. never seen that, but I know the exact sound effect that you're talking about. It's like a hawk screeching or an eagle. Oh, really? I mean, I knew it was same, broke a lot. Same broken thing like dinosaur. It's, you know, supposed to be a flying thing coming out, doesn't work. Same. I commented on one of the past podcasts about it not working a lot, but I had no idea. You you guys go all the time, and you really have never seen the eagle at, at the top of the... Wow. <laughs> nope. That, I'm too busy looking at the, the hair ties. So. Yeah. I know. I always need a hair tie when I'm on that ride, and I'm like, should I see a hair tie? <laughs> no, that's, you got to start the mask. Just slingshot an extra mask up there and just start that trend. Um, but you didn't hear that from me. I want to get thrown out of this that thing. came from somebody that used to work at Universal. It didn't come from me. So. <laughs> and not Lindsay either. We always want me. So you're All right. So Everest is. Yeah. Lindsay's was Everest. So Everest is moving on for one more week. All right. Um, that was a tough one. Yeah. I was a little worried about you Everest there for a there, minute. Hillary. Way to represent Haunted Mansion. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Everest is another one of the that I'm iffy if I get to ride it. It depends mm-hmm. on my stomach the day. <laughs> yeah, some people don't like the backwards part of it. I think it's cool. I'm not. Did I ever tell you? I don't mind that. It's the shaking. It's just, I'm it's not shaking. some people, so I don't know. I like the backwards part. <laughs> the, the crazy did i ever tell you guys how we used to ride expedition everest like years ago you guys know when you sit in the front row there's like almost this like plastic fence thing that looks like that yeah. it kind of sticks up in the front row of yeah. everest yeah they used to not have that so me and my friends used to lean our entire bodies over the front and try to grab as far down so when you were going down you really felt like you were going down but then they added that plastic bit so you couldn't um, lean out over the front of the roller coaster. See, that's what, that's so they did that because of you. Oh, we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was awesome that way. It was dangerous. So, but something that nobody it. mentioned was the uh, abrupt stop at the end every single time. I mean, you know it's coming and it just stopped. I don't know why it does this. Like you would think technology today, you could gradually glide on into a, a stop and then you get out. Everest slams on the brakes, like 55 miles an hour, slams on the brakes and you just lunge forward every time. You know what's coming? It doesn't matter. You're still you're still getting whiplash. See, I got a thick neck, so I don't got to worry about that. <laughs> no. All right, let's talk about that next bracket. We've got Space Mountain going up against Soren. I'm a little nervous about Here this. Here we go. I'm going space. I'll go first. I'm going space. Like I love Soren. I really, really do. 
but to me, it's it, it's just a PG version of Flight of Passage, and you know I'm okay with it. But uh, it's I like I like Space Mountain. I I like everything Space Mountain has. We use that description. It's the PG version of Flight of Passage. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like Flight of Passage is some R-rated scene. No, but it's nope. It's a little. It's a well, little extreme though. You're on <laughs> the back of like a, a banshee, like so. You're like flying right. on a dragon. You're in a hang glider sure, and, and soaring. <laughs> you're you breathing. That's what I was going to call out. Yeah, a, a red icron, ecron. So yeah, I get yeah. it. But you're so, just in a hang glider on soaring. I mean, it's, what's exciting about a hang glider? You just fall to your death. Like, I mean, <laughs> you don't get eaten. You don't drown. You don't get fire blown at you. Like, it's, no. get some water you when sprayed by an elephant with dust. But I, I like Soren though. Oh. It's it's one of my favorite at Epcot's. Okay, so Space Mountain over Soren. Space Mountain gets one. Mike, where are you at? So pre-show again, I made my predictions. Um, I said in the Jiminy Cricket region, I thought there would be one upset, and I personally had one. And this is it because Soren is ranked higher than Space in in our in our brackets. Um, I pick Space Mountain. Again, I, I, I like Soren. It's the same same attraction every time you go. Uh, nothing changes. Space is as well, but it, it, it's a classic. Um, and, and just to think, putting a, 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 a Mighty Mouse, pretty much a carnival coaster. Now it's a little bit longer, but it just... Putting that inside, turning off the lights, shining some some star projections, or, or you know, makes makes you seem like you're in space with the sounds. I mean, it's a home run. They, they thought of this technology in '71 or what, what, when the park opened. Uh, there's not Actually, much to it. Yeah, it was, it was in uh, Disneyland, right? Well, the first. Tubular steel roller coaster was actually the Matterhorn roller coaster at Disneyland. So Matterhorn yeah. is actually older. So these it's are just aspects. it's really yeah. you know when you when you think about it, we, we we're talking about the technology of flight of passage, the technology of rise of resistance. This has none of that. This has zero. It it is really just an off the shelf carnival coaster that they put in a building, turn the lights off. And themed it around space travel. Technically, and yeah. As as basic as that sounds, it is. I love it. I just love it. So I'm space mountain. Moving I feel on. like you're going so much faster than you really are. You really are. You're really not and going it, as fast as you think. So. Um, and have I'm you guys you. ever? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I said I'm with you. I I love Space Mountain, and I didn't go Space Mountain over Soren. Um, I think Soren's great because so many people can do it. And even with a low height um, requirement, it's a great family attraction that everybody can kind of do. Um, although I took my brother on it. Like, I don't like heights, but I'm good with Soren. Um, I didn't realize my brother didn't like heights as much as he did until we took him on Soren. Um, and I haven't heard him curse that many times in a row. Um, <laughs> like, I like really thought we, we might need to get him a wheelchair when we got him off of that ride. <laughs> Um, was totally unexpected, but yeah, um, it, it's a great family ride and it's really fun and I really enjoy it, but I had to go to Space Mountain. All right, Hillary. No, so we're back to the people. 
I chose Space Mountain also. Space Mountain is just exciting. No pressure, Lindsay. Soren, I love Soren, and I can't go to Epcot without exactly. it, but Space Mountain. Just don't oh, ride it with the lights that's on. That's what I was going to say, Hillary. Have you got, I've never rode it with the lights on, but I have seen it multiple times, like going on the uh, people, people, people yeah. That is scary. Do you see how close, like, it is, it's like a regular roller coaster. You have a lot of space between you and, and the track above you. This is nuts. I mean, if you, I'm, I'm short, you raise your hand and it seems like you could touch the track <laughs> above you. It, it seems like that it, but you can't. Yeah. People would have lost fingers, so, but you can't. Oh, well. So I can touch the red lights. Oh, on the side. You size? know somebody lost their finger there ah. because their ring got caught, ripped the finger yeah. right off. Well, people lost fingers on Pirates of Caribbean too, and that. I was gonna say, my friend was working. She was working at Pirates the day uh, the guy lost his finger for putting his hands in the water. I was like, "Why weren't you?" Yeah, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm usually a hand raiser on coasters, but not space. That scared <laughs> me. That no, really scared me when I saw it with the lights on. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, what's your what's pick? What's your pick? Lindsay? Um, so <laughs> I know I'm voting for the people. That's why I voted for Soren previous round. But I, I really don't like Soren at <laughs> all. It's the, it's the same exact ride. I always end up sitting somewhere with somebody's dirty feet in my face. I'm just, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't, you know, it's the same exact. It's not fun for me. The queue used to be exciting. It's stupid now. I mean, something, the Space Mountain queue, you remember when you used to have to like shoot space trash? Yep. Awesome. Yes. But there's still something amazing about, oh, it's only a 20 minute wait and you have to run through the entire building and it's absolutely nuts. Like before you even get on Space Mountain. And then after when it, you used to see like this, the weird martini dog, like <laughs> Space Mountain all the way. Like that's so classic. Yeah. But it's classic for all the silly reasons, like you think you're gonna lose a hand, or you know somebody that knows somebody <laughs> that um, that touched the bar, like you know, who went on with lights on Space Mountain. It's so good. Well, and a yeah. lot of people don't realize too. Mountain. You know the queue when you go down the ramp and then it levels out and you go up the ramp and the same thing on the exit. A lot of people don't realize why that's there. Do you know why? Tell the people. The it's there because you're actually going underneath the steam train tracks because the space mountain building is outside of the steam train so as the steam trains make its loop around the park you actually go down under the tunnel under the steam train tracks and come back up on the other side so you have this down and up ramp that gets you under there they it actually had to get special permission to uh put it there because mm -hmm. it was not technically on property correct Soren has none no, of that. Exactly. No. <laughs> so I, I will say, I know we've got a. There you go. <laughs> well, I knew that one too. Um, but we, we have an upset according to paper um, because Soren was ranked number five and Space Mountain's 12. But I think Soren's just ranked so high because, like we said, everyone, you know, just about everybody can do it unless you've got a real small child. Um, the only thing I don't like about Space Mountain is the walk off of it. Like that is such a long walk to get back to the park. Especially since they took the walkway out. 
Yeah. The moving ramp. But, that walkway was the best. Yeah, I missed the walkway. It was so bouncy. Yeah, yeah but, spongy. I, I missed the moving walkway. <laughs> yeah. But when, when you ride Soren, you want to make sure that you are in the middle uh, tier of hang gliders that go up. Otherwise, you get a little bit of a rounded view and the, the uh, 3D effects don't really come in as well or the, the screen doesn't come in as well. And you get the leaning, leaning a lot, of... the leaning tower of uh, the Eiffel Tower. So uh, <laughs> the leaning Taj yeah. Mahal, the leaning yeah. elephants, everything yeah. leans. And yet, you come off the ride with a crooked neck. Exactly. No, there's not, there's not on Space Mountain. So, um, all so right. So that's our second. That's our second upset high. of the night so far. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. All right. All moving right. on to Tinkerbell, we got four left, or I guess two left. <sighs> So, Big Thunder versus Toy Story Mania. Wants to take this one. I don't know. This one wasn't as hard for me. I went Big Thunder because I love a roller coaster. Big Thunder Mountain's a great roller coaster. Um, I'd like to see some of the special effects that they added to California brought to Disney World. Um, yes. But other than that, it's a great roller coaster. And as much as I love Toy Story Mania, it's an arcade game to me. It's fun, and I it's I have to do it every time I go, but it's Big Thunder Mountain for me. And I work there, I and next. I still pick it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it Big that Thunder much. Mountain I didn't is... even hate it from working there. <laughs> it's fun. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, really, the 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 big draw, in my opinion, to Toy Story is that you can even bring a baby on. Now, of course, they're not going to play part of the game but it is one thing that they can can enjoy at hollywood studios but yeah it, it doesn't compare it to big thunder mountain big thunder mountain is is a classic it, it's a lot of fun and yes yeah, the same every time you ride it but it, it definitely has multiple thrill factors um, it's got some iconic parts of the ride to go to you can see across the lake and see the whole indian tribe thing in front of railway so it's really not even close, in my opinion. Big Thunder Mountain. But it's right. not the same every time you ride it. If you ride it in the morning, it's different than if you ride well, it at night. Correct. But I mean, it's the same thing. And the riding day. at night, I think we've all agreed, is, is a lot more fun. Yeah. I took Big Thunder Mountain just because it's, it might be my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom, actually. So it's between that and space. Yep. Me too. Hillary? I want Big Thunder too. Toy Story is fun and it's one of the better ones, I think, at Hollywood Studios, but Big Thunder is awesome. Lindsay, you going Toy Story or are you going to clean sweep it? Say, I'm going to clean sweep it, Big Thunder Mountain. I was going to say. Let me tell you, is there anything better than you getting fast passes back in the day and you got all three mountains, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain? And then you got Thunder Mountain, the end of the night, and you're like, I did yep. good. Like, you knew it was going to be a good day. I've never had that feeling on Toy Story. Maybe. Really? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, well, like, you know, about 2010? I, I remember working when Toy Story first, oh, like, man. came out, like, Toy Story Mania, and, like, people would, like, topple other people aggressively for Park Open to get to Toy Story Midway Mania. I'm like, why? It's an arcade game. But big thunder. It's it's so amazing. Good. I, so good. I remember, I remember getting of, stressed out. 
trying to get that seven uh, that uh that, mm-hmm. that toy story fast pass like it would stress me out in the morning trying to get that one yeah so it was yeah when we had when our kids are smaller that like i said i think it came out 2010 right around there so that would be the thing my wife would get in line with the kids i would run to the fat you know have all our tickets at the time you you put your tickets in your hard tickets to get a fast pass so we she'd be in line i'd go get fast pass and i'd meet her in line you know the people that you hate that go to meet their party but but then we we'd secured two rides on that was like the the absolute thing we had to do at, at Hollywood Studios back in the day. Like I said, this was 10, 11 years ago. So, so much has changed now, though. Yeah, you didn't need a fast pass to go on the best ride. Great movie ride. Back in the day. <laughs> right. It was so good you could walk right on. Long live. And remember me at Oscar time? Long live. <laughs> no. All right. All right. Last one. one. Yeah, Splash Mountain versus Test Track. What'd you say? I still can't believe Toy Story like beat Festival of the Lion King beat Folk. I can't. I can't believe that. I I thought Festival was gonna go all the way. So, so Lindsay, let's say that that Festival of the Lion King did win, and it went up against Big Thunder. Would that have changed your your pick from Big Thunder? Yeah. I would I would have done Festival of the Lion. That's strong. Wow. Okay. I so let's. I I cannot think of a better show anywhere that fills enough people with happiness oh. and fun and is pure Disney magic and entertainment. Attractions are everywhere, but Disney is known for their entertainment, and I you can't compete. You with have that. strong conviction for that show. I'll tell you that. Uh- Listen to this. So it is good. I think with the background that he has, Alan may choose the Lion King. So Hillary, what would you have chosen? Lion King or Big Thunder Mountain? Oh, okay. Alan, Alan, what would you have taken? Uh, that would have been a really, really tough one, but I probably would have gone Lion King as well. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I guess that last second buzzer beater in the Ooh. first round. <laughs> so it is that live entertainment. It is the fact that the cast members make a huge difference in it. And Lindsay's right. Nobody comes out of there unhappy. So how did we mess this up in the first round then? We didn't mess it up. It was three to two. Everybody else loved it. Well, I, was saying, like, I chose Toy Story. <laughs> three to two. So it was, it was three to two. It was three to I two. I don't remember. We're I don't remember who had the the deciding vote. It must have been Hillary. It wasn't Lindsay, and it wasn't Alan. (laughs) Yeah, so Lindsay and I went like... I picked Toy Story, but you said Festival to Thunder. See, that that would have been been interesting. Different one, yeah. Yeah, Just, and I I don't... All right, I'm going to ask. How many of you feel that Finding Nemo the musical is also as good as Lion King. It's not as good, oh. but I like it. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Are we in a fight right now? Finding Nemo the musical <laughs> is so amazing. Like if people, I think it's great because children who maybe have never experienced musical theater, um, I would say that would be a really good foray into enjoying Broadway. Seeing it all around you, the puppetry, the puppetry of Finding Nemo. Crush. The no, Mr. Ray. The song. Mr. Ray is the best one. Cool. Oh my God. I love Mr. Oh. Ray. You know what? I actually was on a dating website and I uh, matched 
with uh, the guy that was one of the sharks, and he was also Gaston. Um, yeah, and we went out once. Hey, all right. Out, but that was great though. So Lindsay, it, it, is this if like it was... castmatch.com or something like that? <laughs> oh my gosh, we just developed no, a new website honestly, right there. Hold it. You're in Orlando. Somebody trademarked that really quick. Everybody, that'd be funny. <laughs> so between Finding Nemo the Musical or uh, Lion King, is it as good as the Lion King? One? I know, but if, if, if it were I, a bracket, if it were a, a, a matchup. Which way would you go? If it was, if it's Disney World attractions for the people to vote, I would say Festival of the Lion King. In my personal opinion, when it comes to theatricals, Festival of the Lion King is very theme park. It's very fully immersive with families. It's really entertaining. It's interactive. Finding Nemo, I think, could actually be a really great state, like a really good, legit musical. Yeah. I think the music and the puppetry is amazing. And I would like to see that built into something larger, like the Lion King. And I know the people who absolutely love me. Lion King who don't like um, Nemo. So. so the one difference to me is that you're involved in the Lion King. You're involved in the Frozen Ever After. You're not involved in the Nemo. Yeah. So it's more it's it's more Broadway theater. I think they're both really amazing shows, and they're great for. Um, Animal Kingdom, and I can't wait to see them both come back. Hopefully, um, but I was just curious. I was going to throw that out there because in my oh, household, I love them both, but somebody will only see one of them. Yeah, that was very interesting. The other one will go Mandy, for a nap. <laughs> Mandy doesn't care to see the, the uh, Finding Nemo. She'd rather see the the, uh, the Lion King. Yeah, Mark's the same way. Well, let's put one more positive for Finding Nemo. List a better air conditioned spot in Animal Kingdom than Finding Nemo the Musical. That's yeah. why it's you can't stay awake, though. I know you got to see at least two and or you three get to times. Sit down. Good, yeah, yeah. So that could have been a very interesting bracket, could have been a change. That would have very been definitely interesting. interesting. Said you had Peter Pan's flight in the <laughs> madness. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last bracket. Splash Mountain against Test Track. This one's going to be interesting. I'm curious about yeah. this one. I took Splash. I hated to do that to Test Track, but I took Splash. It's just, it's more classic to me. And other than that last 60 mile an hour sprint um, in the designing your car, Test Track is just, it's unique. Um, but I would much rather have the drop of Splash. So I did the same thing, Brian. I, oh, sorry. I went with Splash. Splash. It's okay. I went with Splash too. Test Track just isn't as exciting as Splash Mountain. I I, I did that. I, I chose the biggest thrill point of each ride and compared those. The, the hill on Splash against the outside 65 mile per hour uh, on Test Track. And I went the other way. I chose Test Track. Uh, really? Again, remember what I, I've been saying. If you can pull a G, I'm voting for you. <laughs> I love I love Splash. I love the, the going down the hill, but don't get that feeling that I do at Test Track. So I, I, I chose Test Track. I'd already moved Splashed on, but I, I need to hold hold on to that. I said Splash. Well. Okay, it's over. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I think Splash is a great attraction. I I love that there's multiple like hills and drops and things in it that are fun. I like the the horseshoe drop is really cool and kind of unexpected. Um, I like it's it's a great story telling point to go through. Um, even though it's going to change, I still think the attraction will be the same. And I'm I'm really curious and excited to see what they're going to do with the story. So we'll see how it goes. But I said Splash. All right, Lindsay. I hope they make the laugh and place the other side. I think that'd be a great place. Yeah, to put exactly. That. Then they'll still have the riverboat at yeah, the end. I think so too. Would be cool. Well, you know, in true Disney fashion, you know when they do make the change um, from the current rendition of Splash to um, the new version, there will be some subtle hints of, of the classic Splash Mountain in there somewhere, and that'll that'll be fun to try to find those. Yeah. You love any story. I'll be interested to see when they start that now that they've waited or they've had to wait for so long. Um, I don't see them starting it before the 50th. And are they even going to do it next year? So like what we see fall of 2022 when they shut it down, because they usually will refurbish it anyway during the winter so they can touch up some of the paint stuff. Uh, Possibly fall 2022. They're saying the 50th anniversary is an 18 month celebration. I don't see it happening in those 18 months. Yeah, I agree. Do you think they're waiting for another e-ticket attraction, like for Tron? Yeah, that's open? what I was going to say, Lindsay. I was, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to wait till either something like something that moves a lot of people, even the train. You know, once that opens, something's I mean, got to yeah. open before they shut something down. But right. to Alan's point, there's no way, in my opinion, you can shut down Splash Mountain during the 50th celebration. So if Tron's open, you're talking you know, near the end of 2022 before that even begins to be referred. But but if Tron's open or the train, which the train we expect to be open this year, um, yeah. Tron, they just said it won't be ready in 2021. They didn't say anything about January, February, and March of 2022. But also um, they're not, Tron's not going to be ready because they don't want to put any more money into it. It's going to cost money to redo Splash Mountain. So I, it's, it's going to, I just can't see it being done until after the 50th celebration. It's gonna, if they let that sit there without being any anybody working on it, it's going to end up costing them money in the long run because then they're going to have to go back and fix a lot of the stuff that got messed up from nobody touching it for so long. Well, the rumor is with Tron, just because I listen to some of the rumor mills, the rumor is with Tron that um, work will start again in October because that's when the fiscal year changes. So they're, they're holding off for fiscal year. So in October, they'll start up again. So there is the potential that it could open in spring summer of 2022. Yeah. That makes sense because business, that's how businesses operate. They mm-hmm. only got so much money they can spend in their fiscal year. They don't want to go over budget. Off till next uh, shareholders don't like that. So that makes complete sense. Alan. Good, very good point. Yeah. And we don't know how far along they are inside the building though, either. I mean, they could be, you know, three quarters of the way done on inside the building at this point. I don't think they um, are. I think they've been, I don't think they are either. I think they were focused more on the outside. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they, if they put a rush on it, I mean, they get it done pretty quick if they really wanted to. Yeah. But do they really want to? Apparently not if they're waiting till October to open Remy's. So. Right. They're waiting for the anniversary. Oh. That's silly. <laughs> I'm well, still betting a soccer game for that. But. We had eight, no. eight individual games and three upsets. So almost a 50%. Well, wait, did we get Lindsay's answer? Did you say Splash or Tess? 
Oh yeah, it's it's gonna All be right. splash. I mean, if it was if it was the old school test track, that would have beat out splash, but it's not. So didn't so. you vote for splash. Jungle Cruise last week? Yes. Over test track. I did. So I knew splash was coming. I don't like I that was another three yeah. two. I'm like, you can go in your car with your windows down on I four and you get the same experience as test track. Oh. Not like, the same speed because you can't move that. You're fast. Like 60 miles an <laughs> hour. Maybe even more. Can't go that fast on I four anymore. Ooh, I'm in a car. You, you get all those bugs in like, your mouth no. then. So. <laughs> if you drive on the shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that's good. No, I don't like good. Good. Thanks, guy. Knock off Tron. Good picks. Had some upsets. We did. So let's let's recap this. So moving on, we have Flight of Passage up against Rock and Roller Coaster, Expedition Everest versus Space Mountain. We have Rise of the Resistance versus Cinderella's Castle. That one's going to be interesting. That's crazy. Um, Big Thunder Mountain versus Splash Mountain. So I know when we said we looked at this, we were like, how does some of these make it? And, you know, what's going on? But looking at it, I was like, I feel like we got this pretty right. Other than Cinderella's Castle, I've got a perfect bracket. Like I have all those moving on except Cinderella's Castle. I had Slinky Dog. Yeah, the bracket was good until tonight. Tonight it exploded. It is not good. <laughs> Just like the real March Madness. That's exactly what happened. I, I had all of these moving on except for Castle, yeah. but I, I'm happy with picking the Castle. You gotta be. You were the determined vote. I stopped the first night. <laughs> it's all wrong. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Rise against Castle, though. I mean, I, would, I never too. saw that coming. You guys no. have completely sold me on the castle, but that <laughs> is that is a tough, tough. That, that's like the ultimate classic icon of Disney World against the new, brightest, most technological. I mean, that is true. You know, classic against brand new. It's going to be fun. Walt's old toy versus um, Bob's <laughs> yeah. new one. So... I think I think I next know. week it's going to well, be hard. Just put it like that. There's there's that's Iger's baby. Some good attractions. It's going to be tough. That is going to be something. I'm, I, I'm not wanting to. I mean, the mountains against each other. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. That's another good one. Everest in space. But man, just keeps getting better. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Splash and Thunder. Right, yeah. right, right. There's some tough choices coming up. Really are. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the listeners think of this one. See, you know, did we get it right or did we really complete this, you know, completely mess this up? Interesting with the Lion King, though, that if, if Lion King had moved on over Toy Story Mania, we might have had an upset there. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick. Um, my son forgot to give me his bracket. He's uh, 13. He'll be 14 in May. Uh, he forgot to give me his bracket a while ago, so he just brought it down and gave it to me. I'm just going to go over. Just to, is this, this before or after he listened to the first two episodes? No, this, he had it before. He had it done. He had it done. He just forgot to give it to me. Um, just his final four real quick. Um, on the Figment and Tinkerbell side, he had Millennium Falcon against Test Track. Hmm. And then he chose Millennium Falcon to go into finals between in that match. Then on the other side, he had Rock and Roller Coaster against Space Mountain. Really? He chose Rock and Roller Coaster to go to the championship. 
So between Rock and Roller Coaster and Millennium Falcon, again, what do you think? He's 13. He's a thrill ride guy. He so, probably went rock and roller coaster, could, didn't he? I could see his theory between that. He went Millennium Falcon. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say test track. He thinks he's on solo. That was Falcon or Yeah, it wasn't Test Track. He, uh, Millennium oh. Falcon beat Test Track. So it's Millennium Falcon against Rock and Roller Coaster in the final. Rock Rock and Roller Coaster. I know the secret. I know why. So or I know <laughs> my thinking, but like you you every time you ride it, you try to re, you know FaceTime him while you're riding it. You're right. So, so I'm gonna go with Ted. I'm gonna go with Rock and Roller Coaster. You're okay. Well, you know me pretty well. Yes, that, that is. You know me and and my family pretty well because yes, we do that. And uh, the last time we did it, I accidentally I had my phone out. He always tells me don't do it, but I always do it. And I accidentally hit the um, the off button on the side. You know where you turn the screen off. So I thought it was done recording. So I put the phone and I was holding it between my legs. And when the ride, when um, Rock and Roller Coaster came in, you know, to the red carpet at the end, he started talking to me. He was still there the whole time. So even <laughs> with the screen turned off, he could see, but I didn't know that. So, yeah, so I, I do do that. I, I so, yeah, knew it because you got in trouble. Like, I was there when they told you to put your phone up. So. Right. The cast member told me to. As a former cast phone. member. And I was a rebel when I kept it out. <laughs> You're the reason Universal has to have metal detectors because we're like, put your phone away, <laughs> then they fly out and smack people in the head and they get concussions. So we got a metal detector to make sure people put them away. Hmm. And all this time, I thought it was because they didn't want people to bring guns in the park, but it's really the phones that they're scared of. No, because it's metal and detectors on the ride. The attractions. Like, I know, well, I know. Of, put the lockers the in. That go over I, I, got head. I was just trying to be funny. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Oh <laughs> If I throw an iPhone 10 at someone's face at 60 miles an hour, it's going to break a face. Yeah, to make sure I get it. Safe. And those damn selfie sticks are dangerous, too. They extend the length of your arm out. You could lose an arm. Mm-hmm. Well, so this was fun, guys. I really enjoyed this. Looking forward to next week. We got one more week. So. Great discussion. Great So picks. next week, we're doing Final Four and the championship together. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm curious to see where this is going. I might have to rethink. You guys have have really brought a lot to this, and I might have to rethink my bracket. I know it's done, but uh, (laughs) you guys guys came strong. We're swaying the votes, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We appreciate you guys uh, and everybody listening in. Feel free to put your comments in. Let us know. How did we do? Did we mess it up? Um, are, Are you guys in line with what we've come up with? Uh, do you want to yell at us yet? Let us know. We want to hear your thoughts and your comments. So um, feel free to put them into the comments. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, thank you guys for joining us again. So we have Hillary, Lindsay, and Mike. Appreciate you guys. Uh, and you. filling in for the people, Lindsay. That's great. Thank you. And you know, we always like to end our episodes with a quote. So Hillary, you have our quote this week. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. Uh-oh. And it was from Belle. So nice. Hmm. Good one. Beautiful. Is that from The Enchanted Christmas? I believe it not is. Sure. Oh. I believe it is. Not with the eyes, but with the mind. Yeah, I'm not really sure where that one's from, but um, I just Googled 
quotes from Beauty and the Beast and that one pulled up, but there's actually a <laughs> lot of quotes that pulled up from the book mm-hmm. that I was like, these are not in the movie, but they are so good. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, catch us next time. We're going to finish up our March Madness series and finish out our bracket with our final fours and our champions. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Yep. You're knocking out the rest of it. It's going to be exciting. Crown of champion. Excited to see that. Um, send us any questions you guys have about what it looks like at Disney World right now because you know we've all just came back recently or many of us did so um, we appreciate that and if you enjoy the show and you think you know somebody else you might enjoy it as well please feel free to share this episode with them and subscribe to our uh, podcast so that you get all the new episodes as soon as they're released Um, and send us any questions comments you have all of our information and contact details are available in the show description and don't forget to check out the gears youtube channel and our facebook page uh, for more information and our disney playlists that we're putting out on spotify as well so thanks for joining us everybody i know you mentioned you know ask us questions about what it looks like at walt disney world but we touched on everything that's happening at universal so if you got any questions about what's going on at universal studios let us know about that one as well and we'll uh we'll get those answers to you absolutely Lots of fun things going on. The bridge is open. Yeah. Can't wait. Again, guys, thank you for joining us. Lindsay, Mike, Hillary, thank you guys. Can't wait to see uh, how we mess up the championship round. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's be interesting. <laughs> it is. It is. Looking forward some to it. Good choices. So, what? Some upsets and some classics and some new rides. We got a little little variety of everything in there. That's what makes it good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to do a mini theatrical one one time with all the shows against each other. You really Just could, you. if you start thinking about it, you could really take this. It's like unlimited. You could do fireworks. Got to do ride cues. Yeah, exactly. Ride cues. Just keep going. I would die for a ride cue. All right, we'll put it together. Or for your posts, you should do ones that it's like old test track versus new test track. Oh, and hands like, down, old. Old opinion. imagination mm-hmm. over new imagination. I would love to see that. We'll put, it, we'll, we'll put something together. Maelstrom versus Frozen. We'll put something together. We will. Maybe we'll do an old school bracket versus a new school bracket. We'll put Mr. Toad in there. We'll do, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with something. We, we can get this. <laughs> we can get this done. So you'll have to. Mr. Toad. Uh, I'll take Mr. Toad all day long. You going to bring Toontown I back? possibly could. Snow White scary at New Fantasyland versus Toontown. Uh, I'll take Toontown. <gasps> no. I'm an old school guy. I know I'm not a big fan. I love the Dumbo ride. I love, you know, the Barnstormer in that area and everything. But no, give me Mickey Mouse's house. I want to see where that dude lives. And then I also want to be like, what's what's the budget for that thing? Like, dude's making millions of dollars every year, and he lives in a shack. Like, that's a starter home for friend. Walt Disney characters. So, real estate agent just came out at me. I'm like, "What are you spending your money on, man?" He doesn't even have wicker. It's straight hard plastic, right? Yeah, you need a better decorator yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, but thank you guys again for uh, th- thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, let us know your feedback, and uh, can't wait to finish this series out. Bye, guys. Me too. See you next week.